surviving to thriving, a teen to classified school survival guide. Hi guys, it's Editing Prayer. I just wanted to jump in and say that we split our three parts Black Lives Matter series into four parts when we realized our last episode was too long. So I'm going to keep saying three parts, so just ignore that. Hi guys, welcome back to our episode. So today we just wanted to put in like a chill episode. We just finished our three-part Black Lives Matter series, and we're hoping to do like three-part political series every month, but we wanted to have like just like a chill episode to break it up, talk about like how we're doing, what's up with our life, and all of that stuff. This is kind of like our old episodes, like I feel like I'm nostalgic for them right now. Yeah, I I feel like, personally, I really like our new type of episodes because it's more like research, you know, for our old episodes we were just like rambling on about our personal lives and like I love talking about myself, don't get me wrong, <laughs> actually, <laughs> no, I hate talking about myself, but like that's why I like this format better, you know, and also I feel like it allows me to educate myself simultaneously you know yeah that's something we really enjoyed about like the first episode of the series just like having time to do all the research and then also for like the interview episode I personally found it really educational just like because I have heard a lot of opinions I think but it was weird because thinking about it I haven't heard like direct question and answers of interviewing a black person in so long just because I feel like I jumped right into like the taking action part of being a Black Lives Matter supporter. Mm-hmm. I also feel like people often toy like a fine line between like you know using a black person as like their token you know like referral. Do you know what I mean? And obviously we wouldn't want to do that in any way shape or form so like we got their consent and like you know no pressure at all but like it was just nice to like have an open conversation with somebody like who's affected directly by like you know racism in America against like black people it was like interesting I don't know also (laughs) we're recording in the morning so if my brain sounds slow that's because it is (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. We were also kind of like scared to ask them to record just because we didn't want them to feel like we were taking advantage of them. And we, I think we kept on saying like, if you don't want to do it, if you don't have the time, like, please tell us like, this is not a responsibility that you have for us asking you. Yeah. But because of that, and because I don't want to act like a burden to black people and ask them just like DM them on Instagram, like, hi, what's your experience with racism? Yeah, I feel like that's not the way to do it. (laughs) Yeah, so I feel like I haven't had, like, a direct conversation with someone about this. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. It was was nice. And, like, I'm really appreciative for both Kayla and Mickey for, like... Yes, if you're listening to this, thank you so much. Yeah, like, it was really great to hear, like, your perspectives, because, like, it definitely... Like, not, I don't know how to phrase this. It's not like I didn't know at all, like, what you're referring to when you were speaking about certain things, but, like, it definitely was, like, a refresher. Also, I feel like it hit different because it was someone that we know. Yeah. And I think racism, as we mentioned before, always was perceived as, like, a far-off problem. And I agree. 
like not something that affects me and my friends like a problem that affects other people that we should take action for but like when you hear it happening to people that you've known that people that you like take classes with go to school with it it feels different because it's not this far off problem that affects you but technically not directly as harsh as it sounds but it's a problem that like is right here yeah no yeah like definitely talking about our school there were certain things that I like didn't know happened you know <laughs> and oh my god yeah Allie was it. like some people openly say the n-word I'm like in our school yeah no like it's just not some I think it's because Priya and I like don't surround ourselves with the people who openly say like the n-word or who are like openly bigoted so like it was something that I was like kind of in the back of my head aware of because I'd heard like you know stories but like to be talking to somebody like Kayla and have it be like yeah like this person's done it right in front of my face it was like oh my god like that is disgusting like I'm not sure why schools don't take this more seriously it was just like you know it was concerning it was disgusting it was like a bunch of emotions just balled up into one yeah like knowing that you've like passed the people in the hallway that have like been openly racist and I feel like you know how schools always like push the no tolerance policy zero tolerance for bullying or like hate speech or anything like that I think that always like made me feel like I was protected by a cushion like Mm -hmm. they said that you can't be racist so that must be true as we've talked about before our school like touts herself on its like diversity you know and like personally when I came to the school it was a bit more diverse because like my town was predominantly white and like Asian so it was about the same like racial makeup you know I don't know, like, hearing it, hearing the perspective of somebody, like, coming from a town where there is, like, you know, more minority diversity and more, like, black people, like, it just was not something I personally was able to, like, understand until I heard it, you know what I mean? Like, it's not something you think about, it's, like, how subjective the phrase diversity is. Anyways, I, but I digress. (laughs) Overall, I feel like we've only done three episodes of this new, like, political format other than our, like, welcome back episode, and I feel pretty good about it. Like, I think we've mentioned this a few times, but we felt really burnt out, um, like, when we were recording our episodes in, like, the last format, and it was also just, like, we weren't together, like, there's no, like, inspiration per se. We're definitely happier with the new format, because, like, not to sound like annoying but talking about yourself is really tiring (laughs) and like at a certain point you just kind of lose interest in yourself like in a very like in the most casual way you know (laughs) also like Ali and I were talking about this but I think the way to bring our podcast to the next level is getting very personal with those topics and like we talked about I think our religion one was one of the most personal ones that we've gotten into but even then just talking about it made us feel a little uncomfortable and like I know that this is supposed to be a place where we're 100% honest and we are being 100% honest but there are still like our family and friends listening to these podcasts and I don't think we're like emotionally prepared yet to share everything that we feel with the entire world. 
Oh yeah, completely agree. Like, I like so far. I agree. We've definitely been like very open and honest, but there are definitely some parts where I just I was like, oh, like we have to cut it out because I just didn't feel comfortable with like certain like people knowing it about me, even though like our listener count isn't like super duper high, you know. But like, it's still not something I'd like to be common knowledge. So. Yeah, I think it's, like, also some things that we're still going through, you know, like, it's one of those things, like, I think, I remember hearing about this for, like, college application advice, but, like, you know how people always talk about how you should write about your trauma, but people are always, like, don't write about your trauma if you're still going through it, like, you need to, like, not that we're going through, like, terrible, terrible things right now, but, like, you still, like, some things you still need to work through, some things you still don't feel comfortable talking about, and I think, like, we went through a bunch of episodes, like, we did a bunch, I think we did, like, 11 episodes or something in the old format, and I think at that point, we went through all the topics that we could without going into the very, very personal and serious topics, which is why we started getting a little why we started getting a little iffy because we were like what else can we talk about that's personal but not crossing the line yeah and on the topic of college trauma (laughs) I mean like college essays and stuff it was funny because I like I haven't started anything really yet but for some reason I just like you know got to thinking about my college essay and I tried drafting something that I'm like currently kind of going through and it literally like it triggered me, like, I could not work or touch my computer for, like, a day, <laughs> I was, like, like, I literally was just balled up in my bed, and I was, like, oh, that was a bad idea, you know, because, like, when you start, you kind of go down a path, and you're, like, oh, you think you're over it, but then when you, like, are vocalizing and typing it out, you realize you're not really, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, fun times. I actually just thought of my Common App essay idea, and a lot of my friends are talking about really serious topics, actually, I think. But, like, I'm not going to say my topic, but mine's... I think I wanted to make it, like, pretty lighthearted and wholesome. So mine's, like, about a struggle, but it's, like, has a very happy ending. And it is very, like, cutesy as I wanted it to be. And I'm still, like, writing it and everything, but I don't know, like... If you are going through something, and if you are a senior, don't feel pressured to write about it. Like, this isn't, like, college is asking, like, please share all your personal things with us. Like, there's a line. There's still, like, random people you don't know. You don't, if you don't feel comfortable, don't feel you're forced to. Yeah. And also, like, there's ways to talk, like, talk about something important to you without sharing something, like, really deep and personal. You know, like, I was talking to my sister, and she was telling me about how her common app, like, essay was about just, like, (laughs) it was about open defecation. (laughs) I don't really know how she wrote the essay, but it just goes to show, like, you don't have to write something that's, like, all deep and revealing. You know, you just have to, like, show your thought process and, like, like kind of explain what type of person you are without explicitly stating what type of person you are in the terms of like how you think and like you know how you're gonna affect the college campus you know what I mean 
Yeah, I think the main thing is like within 18 years we have had we've all had stuff happen to us but like collectively thinking of all of our experiences we all have like a few unique values that we hold and I think it's the main thing is like pick those few values even like values that might have like generated themselves from bad experiences and just talk about those values themselves and then maybe put it in like a more lighthearted situation so like that's kind of where I got with like looking at a bunch of college essays and all of that like they're just trying to portray like what values you have and how would that translate to the college community yep so on that note yikes <laughs> college anyway the college applications are kind of rough right now I just I have no motivation to do anything you know because when you're in school or at least when you're at our school you have this like impending just like pressure on you as horrible as that sounds shout out to our school <laughs> but like our school <laughs> we're not very... making them sound too good this <laughs> episode oh no we're doing a really bad job but our school as we mentioned before is very like college focused you know so people are constantly talking about like college apps where they're applying like it's honestly non-stop there it's all we ever talk about and, like, it's all we've ever talked about. Oh my God, I saw a meme that was, like, what are people going to talk about once college applications are over whose personalities are college? <laughs> that personally attacked, like, majority of our school. Anyways, I love our school, don't but, get me wrong. But, yeah, I think the thing is we put so much value into college, and that's a whole side topic. We can do a whole three-part series about elitism. And how I've only just realized this, and I'm trying to stop it. But um, I think we put so much value into college that we've worked on it for, like, three years. And then now, like, everything's kind of boiling down into, like, writing essays and, like, submitting everything in a few months. And I think it's, like, if you mess up, then you've messed up, like, three years of your time. And I think it's a lot of pressure. And it's just kind of, like, writer's block that's there, you know, like... You want to try to make it perfect, and if it's not perfect, then, like, you just kind of shut down. Yeah, that's how I feel. But also, like, what I was saying is, like, when you're in person at our school, I feel like the need to get stuff done is definitely... I think in just school in general, like, when you're sitting at home, like, you don't really feel the urgency to, like, do your work and, like, write your essays, you know? Although and, I wonder like, how that's going to work in online school, because, like, that's still not the official school setting. No, yeah. Like, I was just going to say, I have no idea how I'm going to get through this school year, like, online. I'm really glad we're online, because I just oh, don't yeah, think... By the would... way, our school decided to go fully online for the beginning of the school year. Yeah, I don't think it would have been smart to go in person, don't get me wrong, but I definitely think being in person has this added, like you know, I, I don't want to say pressure, pressure's not the right word, but it, like, it gives you this sense of urgency that, that, like, all your deadlines are kind of finite and you need to do something, like, right then and there, whereas when you're at home, you, like, always find the time to do it later, because it's not like you're, like, transporting, you're, like, always in the same place, so you can always, like, delay it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, also, like, 
last year when we did online, we did pass-fail, and we also had, like, a weird school day, so we ended early. So I feel like that was such a relaxed environment of being in online school. And mm-hmm. now, obviously, we're doing, like, regular grades and, like, the full day schedule. And I feel like my brain just not going to process that this is, like, real school but online because, like, I was so used to having, like, a relaxed online experience. And this is, like, really the most important part of high school, like, the beginning of your senior year when all of your, like, this is, like, the final times grades matter. This is the final time you can work on your college applications, all of that, you know? This is, like, uh, the worst time to be online for us. I wish I was a junior this year. I wish I was anything, like, but a senior. <laughs> I wish I but was the a person. think about, like, the juniors. Like, they, they missed, what, their sophomore year in the end? Like, that's not a big deal. And then they're going to have, like, an easier junior year. Like, what are they complaining about? I feel like, I think online school in general is just hard for everybody. Because, like, there's just something about in-person learning that has that je ne sais quoi. <laughs> like being sitting in my house and trying to do work it's just it's not something that's compatible you know (laughs) like I think for this like um like for this school year I'm gonna have to like go study there's a couple outdoor cafes that have opened near my house like I literally cannot do work in my house it's just like a thing that I personally have Yeah, I think that's just the youth thing, because I remember last year in online school, I was actually kind of happy because it cut down on commute time, and, like, now my commute time both ways would be, like, an hour or maybe more of just me, like, going to school and wasting that time. So I feel like I might be more productive just because I'll have that extra hour to, like, either sleep or do work. Yeah, okay. I love the fact that we don't have to commute. I really wish I could, like, live... (laughs) Ew, disgusting, but, like, live at school. JK, that's literally what college is. <laughs> oh, my God. my One of my friends was talking about this, how it would be so much fun if our school was, like, a boarding school. So then we could also do, like, work together at night and, like, work on projects and study for tests together. But then we'd also have no commute time. And that's everyone's lit- like, ew. But, like, that does sound pretty good. <laughs> that's literally what college is. Like, to the T. I just... Commute time is disgusting. That's really the worst part about going to school. Um, across from actual school. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be a fun year. I'm. I haven't. I barely started my summer homework. School starts in like three days. Oh no. <laughs> Anyways, that's something I'll deal with on the last day before school starts. You know, like I'm that type of person. I'm that bitch. The bitch who like is snapchatting at like 4am the day of school and who's like I haven't done any of my work (laughs) anyways that's gonna be a fun time I finished like half of my summer homework like the first day of summer and then I finished half of it the last day of summer I don't know how you get the just drive to do all your work at the beginning of summer because you still have that momentum like you're still like doing the work so Mm. I'm like might as well just top it off I literally, I never, I don't think I've ever had momentum to do, like, work for prolonged periods of time. If I have, like, big projects, I'll have, like, a short burst for, like, a couple of days where I'll do really intense work. But I'm just, like, I'm not that girl. Like, I love learning, but, like, school and I don't vibe with each other. 
It's honestly my fault. <laughs> Since I was, like, literally in fifth grade, I used to start my homework at, like, 11 p.m. Like, I'd enjoy being at school, but the moment I left and tried to do homework and my other work, I was like, no, this is not for me. <laughs> oh, I was, like, I didn't think it was an option to start work after the time you got home from school. So, like, I think it was, like, 10th grade where I started taking an hour break and then doing my work, and I was like, wow, this is an invention. Breaks. Also, I need to sleep early. Like, I need my eight to nine hours of sleep. So, if I do my work late, then I'm gonna shut down. I remember the first time Priya, like, the first time I talked to Priya, actually, no, the first time I talked to Priya in school, because we had this, like, elective class together called video production and I was like oh yeah like it's September I'm like yeah I'm going to sleep at like 2 a.m like I can't do my work and Priya's like oh what the f-? like I gotta sleep at literally 9 30 latest and my mind was blown I was like how is it's kind of a problem human? though whenever I work in like group projects like I think you texted me also like past 10 you're not getting a text back no it's insane like I don't know how your inner clock is that I'm always like, yeah, I'll go to sleep early, but then I go to sleep at, like, 3 a.m. I don't know how your inner clock does that, though. Like, I wish I could sleep late. Like, how much- I would get so much more work done. And I would get, oh, like, see, breaks and everything. That's not the way the it works for I me. I wish. I usually only get work done up until, I'd say, around, like, midnight, and then everything after that, useless. Like, I don't even know what I'm doing up. But See, that's what since, I do, but then I just sleep. <laughs> since quarantine, like- I actually can't function without having, like, at least eight hours of sleep. I have to get in eight hours somewhere, otherwise I literally cannot do work. I just went on, like, a short trip to the beach shows, like, an Airbnb, and we were, like, isolated and everything. But, like, Mm -hmm. before that, I was, like, staying up to 2 a.m. doing my work every day. And, like, now I've been going to sleep at 9. So, apparently it was just vacation that broke me. I've always been broken. <laughs> I've never had, like, a good sleep schedule. Or, like, a good work schedule. But it's fine. I've this been pretty productive where... lately. I've been bullet journaling. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. It's actually, I... been kind of fun. I wish I could bullet journal. I'm just not artistic enough. Mine's super plain. Like, I use, like, two colors and, like, a, like, black pen. And I don't, like, put any, like illustrations or anything on it it's just like plain but it, i don't know it's like i i like made it unique to like what i need i i want to journal there's a lot of things i want to do that i just never will oh do my God, yeah i want to start journaling yeah but you did start journaling no but i consider bullet journal journaling journaling Oh, I I mean, like, actual journaling. Like, not, like, diary where you list, like, what you did that day. But, like, um, like, talking about your feelings to your journal. I do that type of journaling more than, like, the bullet journaling type every month That's or so. That's better. I do it once a month. Whenever, like, I get really overwhelmed, I'll sit down for an hour and just, like... Wait, talk about your experience. Now I'm curious. <laughs> I literally just regurgitate all my emotions. It's, like, very cathartic. Yeah, that's the idea. Like, you can just, like, it's like ranting to somebody, but, like, you don't regret it afterwards. <laughs> that personally attacked me. Ugh. 
There's so many times I've, like, overspilled when ranting to people, and then I'll literally think about it for days afterwards. I'm like, oh my god, like, they And then they get, like, concerned about you, and I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah, I'm like, don't worry about it. I was having a You're just gonna forget. (laughs) We're doing great. Anyway. (laughs) But, like... Even with the actual journaling, like, I still end up ranting to people. So it's, I just need to do it consistently. That's what I've come, the conclusion I've come to. I think it's, like, because, maybe this is a capitalistic thing, but, like, because we feel like we need to be productive for so long and, like, try to get as much work done as we can. I always feel like it's, like, a waste of my time to be journaling and all of that. Like, I'm, like, oh, I'm spending, like, an hour journaling like I could spend that hour finishing this project that I have next week and getting like an hour more sleep like what's the best use of my time so like I push that away you know I've also started doing that with exercising which is kind of bad during quarantine I started like prioritizing just like my actual mental health more you know like pre-quarantine me and post-quarantine me is like pretty different I'd say like I think I've definitely grown as a person as cheesy as it sounds during quarantine since our school was past fail like it was the first time I think ever that I felt like school wasn't my top priority like it was definitely still like up there but it gave me the time to kind of reflect and be like I've been like a toxic person to myself in the sense that like I'd never prioritized, like, my emotional well-being, and the past fail, like, allowed me to do that in a really great way. Like, you know, I started, like, meditating. I now, like, go on runs. I tried to start learning the guitar. Like, a lot of things that I kind of, like, had wanted to do for a really long time, I was able to do it. I'm definitely nowhere done with my list of things that I want to try and do, but I started it, and it's nice. Like, the other day, I went on, like, a a two-and-a-half-mile run, which is, like, something unheard of. I, like, literally never run voluntarily. Aww. Yeah. Oh, my God, it was so cute. (laughs) In the beginning of quarantine, I think my sister was just home, so I just got to spend a lot of time with her, which was really nice because she's going probably going to move away and like get a job soon because she's in med school right now but she's starting residency soon so this is probably like the last extended break that I was going to have with her so I got to spend that time with her which was really nice and then I've just been like kind of relaxing and having a nice summer I've been trying to go on runs every day which I've missed this whole week but um other than that I tried to integrate that into my routine and i probably I'm gonna try to do it during the school year hopefully if it lasts and then I've been just trying to spend time with like family and friends so obviously we can't go anywhere so like that's so this cute. is pretty good time to like spend time at home and just like relax with people okay guys so my phone's kind of overheating right now and I can't really hear Allie so I think we're gonna start closing off the episode now it's also we've been recording for like 30 minutes so Um, that's pretty much it. I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you guys enjoyed learning more about us today. And we'll see you next week for the start of our next political series. Bye, guys.